This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode. We got a girl who's busy, a guy who's been offered a fight, and virginity issues. It's a great episode. Check it out. Also, Wednesday the 29th, I'm coming to the brokerage in Long Island. I need you to come. If you're in the area, you have friends in the area, let them know about the show. The link is in the bio. Check it out. Have fun. Enjoy the episode. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Lazar, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. I'm going to say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep doing that. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling your friends, your coworkers, your buddies, your fathers, your mamas, your papas, everybody. I want anybody listening to this. I want to spread the word, and I love getting your Snapchats. I'm JTrain56 on Snapchat. I love... You guys listen to the podcast. I, I, I sent this out last episode. I want to say it again. Send me your hello, and I'll put the most creative best one on my Instagram. Hashtag JTrain, and put it up on Instagram, put it up on Snap, or send it to me, or whatever. Let's see your hellos. Let's see who can do it from a cool place, or a fun, you know, in a fun way. Teach me, Papa JT, a new trick. You know, bring your hello to the table. I want to see how you do it. I want to include you on this wild ride we're going through together. And I'm very excited about today's guest. Uh, I, I return guest, an OKP, original key player, Mike Fanoia. Thank you for coming on. Ciao! <laughs> That's that low in Italian. That's a chow? Yeah, you get a chow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was as long as I could do. I loved it. You clearly have never smoked cigarettes in your life. No, why? Woo! I was watching oh. that and I was like, I would have fucked. I'm well, just watching the clock and I'm like. We're marching towards a minute. Woo! That's we're You're trying, killing it, We're bro. trying to get to a minute. I feel bad for your neighbors because <laughs> you obviously practice. <laughs> yeah, I've, every day. That's how I come now. I'm going to come! Oh! <laughs> Not in your hand. Me, me coming sounds like I'm falling down a uh, black hole. <laughs> ah! His neighbor's like, oh, he's elevator shafting a bitch again over there. <laughs> good to be uh, back, it's brother. Good to Thanks have you, me. man. I had at, such a good time last it's time. It's good to have you. Uh, all of you, if you don't already, go follow Mike at Mike Fanoia. M I K E F I N O I A. Mike Fanoia at Mike Fanoia on all platforms. Also, you have an album out. Yes. Uh, Friday, it came out on Comedy Dynamics, live in Burlington. Live in Burlington. All of you, 
Mike is so funny. You're all going to love him. Uh, live in Burlington. Explain the album-making process. Okay. I tried to do something a little bit different. Uh, I used all Burlington, Vermont talent in order to make the album. So I hired, wow. a, lo- I hired a local Burlington artist named Bruno Tracy. Very talented Bruno guy. Bruno Tracy? Bruno Tracy. <laughs> that's like His a, real that's an alias. Yeah, right? His real name's Patrick Tracy. Uh, okay. Tracy. But he wants... He, he Bruno's his like thing. Great. Hey, Awesome artist, awesome like like cartoonish, and a and a, and a, I sent you and the a art. sensual male, uh, male lover. Yes, very very. <laughs> Bruno uh, Tracy sounds like smells like uh, musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds very woodsy. He's got a leathery smell. Yeah, um, he's a he's a phenomenal artist. I gave him an idea. So this is a locally sourced album, and then I used uh, how two thousand seventeen of you. Oh yeah, I've seen this poster. The poster's fantastic. So I just I said I said. Uh, I want to it's, do something with a syrup bottle. Yeah. And I go, I'm really into like psychedelic, rock, like Grateful Dead, Jimi Hendrix, Zeppelin, shit like that. And he- I uh, sent it to Mansamp oh, on, on And the- he, uh, he goes, yeah, I got it. And he just ran with it. And he ended up, uh, here, check it out. Yeah, the poster alone is beautiful. Yeah. So- Did you um, get it framed and everything? All I that got stuff? it, yeah, 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 like matted and framed. It's, it's, I'm so proud of the work he did. And uh, then I used Tank Studios, which is a Burlington, Vermont recording studio. Great. And uh, then this is this is farm to table comedy. Farm to table <laughs> comedy by way of a weed dispensary, and yeah. uh, it was great. And then we did. Uh, it was Veterans Day weekend, so I invited all veterans for free. Awesome. And then we donated a dollar from each ticket sold to a local Burlington, Vermont charity. And Love it. also, I used all local openers. And uh, like a local brewery sponsored the event and shit, and it worked out perfect. And I'm sure they loved every second of it. It was so cool. It's like Like, a community vibe. And I don't see why not doing something like that. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to go into Chicago and record an album, like why go take everything and come back to New York or LA or whatever? Like why not? Yeah, Yeah. like why not utilize the local talent? And everybody got behind it. Mm. And uh, I, I offered everybody that came to the shows. Uh, a free copy of the album. Awesome. So hungover on Sunday, I laid in bed and I looked at the list. We, we should have done something digital because yeah. it was like <laughs> 1 a.m. and everybody's like hammered right in their email. And I'm like, this guy's name's like Smurftoe08. <laughs> like, and I'm trying to like figure out what it is. Yeah, in and- Burlington, you might get some Smurftoe. <laughs> it yeah, was yeah, really yeah. weird. But uh, <laughs> then I, I, uh, I worked with the guys at tank studio to do all the mixing we uh i recorded four shows we 98 percent of it is the saturday early show okay but then there were a couple really fun like one-offs that happened that i wanted in there you know so i kind of dug those in and uh then i was gonna do all of it myself like releasing it Mm. and i talked to sirius xm about doing a uh like exclusive over there and the guy Jack Vaughn that that runs it said you should talk to Comedy Dynamics, and they do a, they do a lot of these records and, too. And I handed them a finished product, and they were like, there you go. "Let's do it." So Boom. it's out. You can so get you go it. on iTunes. It's called Live in Burlington. iTunes Comedy Dynamics. It's all out there. I and love it. We're actually going to play one track at the end of this episode. So you got to stick around. <laughs> got to yeah. stick around. We did it with. Uh, with Arctic Kale, and we've done it with some of the bands, but this is the first comedy uh, album that we're going to put it, Exclusive. Right here on the J Train I don't think it was Arctic Kale. I don't think that's right. Everest Kale. Everest Kale. Everest Arctic Kale, Kale yeah, sounds yeah. like a 2021 deodorant yeah. sound, like scent. 
Like that's gonna be the new like Gillette <laughs> Arctic Kale. Smell heady and fresh. You trying to get fucked? Put on. You trying to get <laughs> trying to get fucked on locally sourced kale? You Arctic eat, Kale. You want to eat some vegan clam? Put on Arctic <laughs> Kale. Well, awesome, Mike. So happy to have you here. Go yeah, find the album live in Burlington. Also, wait a minute. We gotta talk. You write for the Impractical Jokers. Yes, I'm a comedy producer. At the Impractical for Jokers. For the Impractical Jokers, How yeah. is that? Ex- I mean, because that's a huge fucking show. It's amazing. And I open up for them on the road on their theater tour. Yeah. And uh, it's absolutely incredible. We've had Sal Volcano on here. Sal's yeah. the best. Sal's uh, great. Old friend. They're, they're such cool guys. And, and, you know, like, I think one of the reasons why I got into stand-up was to not ever have a day job yeah. ever again. And now I have... A, like a five yeah. day a week, <laughs> ten hour a day thing. But dude, this the crew from like from production to post production, locations, mm. props, artwork, the writers. It's literally like I walked into a family. Like everyone is so yeah. damn cool, and that's how they are. So like it, that's it makes perfect sense. They've just created this incredible vibe, and it's very easy to be creative and fun. And I love those guys. And it's just my goal is really just to make sure that they keep having fun. So uh, it's a lot of fun to write for, and we got a lot of great stuff in this season. So Boom. So I'll go check it out. Let's get into it. You ready? Let's do it, bro. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Mike Fenoya at Mike Fenoya. Live in Burlington's the album. Uh, Go to his website, MikeFenoya.com. He's coming around the country. Going to be in your town. Uh, Bar Chick. I'll just get right down to it. I met a girl at a bar a few weeks ago, and we've been talking ever since. She's an 888. We've hung out, you know, the face body personality. Face body personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Area yeah. code method. So we've hung out a f- uh, several times since then, and I'm starting to come down with a pretty case, hard case of the feels. I really like this girl, and I'm fairly positive she likes me too, but there are a few catches here. One, she is very busy with school because she is studying for grad school. Two, I work and I'm very busy a lot of the time. I hang out with her as much as I can, but it's very hard to find time to hang out with her. This means that a lot of our communication is over text, but she's a horrible texter. She has her had her she has her read receipts on and will always leave me hanging. This makes me think that she isn't very into me. But I always hear from her friends that she talks about me a lot. I don't know what to do here, whether I should continue to pursue this chick or slow fade her and prepare myself for spring spring break in Cabo, uh, which is also something I don't know what to do about because I'm trying to smash, but would also feel bad since I'm with this girl. Any word of advice? Keep up the good work. What do you think? Well, let's let's start with his real problem. His problem isn't... Should I go bang on spring break? No, it's, the problem is is that he seems like he needs more than what he's getting. Yeah. And I've talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I live in New York City and my wife lives in Connecticut. Yeah. And I've been doing a long distance marriage for three and a half years. I see my wife once a week. How is that? How, does it, is it, how do you work it? Long distance marriage. It's fucking amazing. It's amazing. It, it's it's <laughs> yeah. the way to be married. I mean, yeah. like... I can walk as fast as I want when I'm in the city. I don't have to worry about her little legs. Like, I don't have any, like... That's your biggest concern? Yeah, basically. I think your most little, relationships are based your on... little woman legs. Yeah, hurry up, Twiggy. So, uh, <laughs> I, I've i learned that uh, I'm an incredibly needy, like... Uh, I'm the I'm the a bitch. needy lover. I, I I want like sometimes <laughs> I just want to hug That's a woman, a, man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I feel Listen, this I hear kid. you. I hear like, you. Like when it comes to like when it's nighttime and I'm out and I'm at a bar and I'm single. It's it's game on. Yeah, like uh, the fangs come out. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a relationship and I'm, I, I want my chick around. You yeah. Know? But I think that when you're doing good stuff and you're you got like drive in your life, mm. 
when you see somebody, even if it's like few and far between, if it's a one day a week, two days a week, like you get a chance to sift through the bullshit. You know, yeah. I think the grass is always greener. And I think about this constantly because I know so many people who are married or dating and living with their girl. And every time I talk to them, they're like, dude, I can't fucking take it. It's mm -hmm. too much. And then when they get some freedom, they're like, they, you know, it's like they finally like went into the deep end and they have to get back to the shallows. Yeah. I, I think I, I hear what this guy is saying. And this is kind of like the story of life right now. You can be in touch with someone, but never really be in touch with someone. So I think like what he's doing is like, you can't be busy and a bad texture at the same time. <laughs> you can't be both. You can be one or the other. Absolutely. You're either busy and when you get to me, you're fucking great and on the ball and be like, hey, I gotta go. Or you're a bad texter and you got nothing fucking going on. You're just fucking almost mentally challenged. Yeah, and it seems to me like he's more upset that the read receipts are on. The, the, yeah, and, the read and, receipts have messed with this dude's head. I mean, would he rather a quick, like, yeah. No, later, busy. Yeah, no. I think he would. I, I would I'm rather cool that, that too. I, I think for him, um, we're all busy until we don't want to be. Exactly. So he keeps, you can't make the excuse for someone else. All you can do is drive your own boat. So for this guy, what I would do is I'd be like, listen, I'm going to give, I'm going to do whatever I can to be out there and out in front of this. So like, don't wait for shit to happen to you. Go out and catch the beast. Right. And the absolutely. way, the way you do it, is you don't play these fucking games of bad texts are so busy. Oh, it's crazy. So blah, 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 blah. No, you both don't have kids and you're not that busy. <laughs> like you're not yeah, married, just, no kids. Exactly. And you work a job that everyone has jobs and everyone's finding a way to get together. So let's put away that busy bullshit. And I'm honest to a fault where it's like I would sit down with her at dinner and be like, all right, baby, listen, like I, I, I want you. You're great. This yeah. and that. But here's a couple things that, like, you know, I would do this. I'd just be like, "Hey, uh, are you into that though?" Being like, just straight up. If I'm into, into trip, I'm like into, the, I'm into being straight up after a certain point. But I think you be. I think for this guy, after he, Cabo, I, really, yeah. <laughs> I, I let Cabo happen. Yeah, and I, I let the squirrel get out a little He's bit. So young. You know? I would just, but I would say to him, "Don't get." Whenever you're in, I've this situation is. A lot of people are in this right now. They're busy. I'm busy. We can never get together. But the texting's weird. And are, is she into me? That's the main question. And the the answer to that question is, hey, next weekend I'm doing this and this. You should come. Right. Lay and it they, out there. Lay it out there. And if they they will say yes, no, or maybe, or yes, or if it's a yes, bring your friends. We're gonna have fun. A maybe sounds good. Let me know. No, sound no problem. Right. And you go have your fucking own fun time and then you do it again. Hey, I got this other thing going on. Lots of fun. You should come. Yes, no, or maybe. Now, this is this is opportunity too. Yep. It's not the first time that gives you the answer. It's the second or third time. Second time, she's like, no, I got I'm busy, I'm busy. No problem. You let me know when you want to hang out. I'm here to hang. Yep. I'm here to have fun. It's really no problem if you don't want to, but I'm going to put the ball in your court. And I think that's a straight up way of being like, listen, I'm trying here and you're not, I'm giving you, you I, I'm giving you seven inches. Where's the other three? Right. Yep. And, and if she won't even willing to give those three, you got it. Now you go on to Cabo San Fucktown. Yeah. Fucko San Lucas. Yeah. Now, um, hilarious. Did I tell you about, I was at JFK and I'm listening to these two girls. We're waiting for our plane. And her friend goes to her, 
how's everything going with Tyler or whatever? And she's like, he's so handsome. He's so sweet. He's mm. so sexy. He's the nicest guy. But I have to break up with him. And her friend's like, why? And she goes, he just, I can't take how he FaceTimes. <laughs> and I was like, FaceTime is the, when someone FaceTimes me, I get so annoyed. I was like, poor, I get poor so Tyler. I'm so old. I'm like, angry. I was like, dude, give me Tyler's number so he doesn't kill himself over this fucking clam. Well, <laughs> it's like, just learn how to just practice in the mirror. I don't know. Like, what? Also, I've well, only accidentally FaceTimed, and the only time I purposely did, my wife was like, FaceTime with the dog, mm. and. I did, and then when she hung up, the dog ran to the door and sat at the door for three hours waiting for me, and that broke my heart. So I, I think we're and almost I spend the whole in, time just looking at my own face. We're in too much. Co- yeah, you spend the whole time looking in the mirror, which is basically FaceTime right. is just checking myself out time. Exactly. And I, I think um, we're almost too in touch with people we date now. Yeah, like I know as much about people I've dated for a month that my parents probably found out in the first year. Right. Just because you're texting all the time. And it's like, there's, there's a beauty to like, like, I, I mean, now think about your parents. Like they talk to each other once during the workday, maybe. And then they come home and tell each other about their day at work. Dude, like, what about their How do you parents? do that today? Like, what do you, I come home and like, would I come home and be like, yeah, we talked all day. I have nothing to say to you. That you run out of shit. Like there was a time when like, you married uh, your your high school sweetheart. You knocked her up. The mm. next day, you went off to the war. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then you came home, and you had a kid. Off to the war. And that was it. Like, she just hung clothes on a, <laughs> on a clothes hanger. Yeah. Off to the war. Yeah. And even before that, you, like... You know, you lived in some but, but, on, on like a on like a fucking field in England, and like you you went and fought for the and like if you wanted to get in touch with your girl, you like wrote a letter and gave it to a boy, and he yeah. like ran across Europe to give it to her. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it's crazy. We're almost too in touch that it, we run we wring the towel too dry. <sighs> so it's like I think for this guy, like put it out there. You say, hey, next week I got this going on. Text me whenever. Yeah. Like I, I'm fine. Not you know, make yourself. Uh, unavailable enough to be wanted. The wanting you know? is better than the getting, too. Yeah. He needs to realize, that... you know, because if you th- uh, like, I want to see my wife. So when I do see her this week, I saw her for less than twenty four hours, yeah. and it was eighteen of it was bliss. And it's looking into each other's eyes. That's it. You know, connecting. Yeah, just good dinner, dancing sex. in the meadow. Yeah, dancing in a meadow. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, we live adjacent meadows. to a, a, a dancing meadow. A dancing meadow. A meadow for dancing. But J, yeah. J, J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Mike Fanoia. He's got an album out right now, live in Burlington. Go find it on iTunes. Tough Guy Wants to Fight. I'm for writing to you because this dude at my school wants to beat my ass. I know the guy from afar. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what is this? A, a fairy tale? <laughs> I know this guy from afar. He's, we have a few mutual friends, but we've never officially met. He's pissed because I've hooked up with his ex-girlfriend a grand total of three times. Doesn't he sound like he's a yeah, wizard? This is crazy. They have been single the entire time, and she's initiated every hookup. I write you from under a bridge. <laughs> so I am about 99% sure I've done nothing wrong. Uh, but I still have mutual friends warning me that Hardo McGee wants to knock my lights out. What's the play here? Fight him? And most likely lose. He's a big <laughs> dude. I am not. Avoid or just avoid, avoid, avoid. Try to reach out to the girl and tell her that the kid needs to chill. I have already cut things off with the girl. The same friends have been telling me that she's just using me to make the dude jealous. 
but I'm not sure how to proceed. Once I get back to school after Christmas. Oh, this is from a long time. I'm going through the so archives. He already got his ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. He's already <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> this is going to show up in his local paper. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, what do we think? Should he fight the dude? Like, yeah. I, I just like this question because it's like, have you ever been in a fight? Uh, I, I got into one in college. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man. I, I stuck up for a girl getting slapped around by her boyfriend. What? In the parking lot of a bar. What? And I ran is this o- Con Air? I ran over and I decked the kid. And as, no I was, way. As, I, as I was hitting him. You get to fuck her then, right? The bouncer, fucking Refrigerator Perry. Yeah. Sees me Big lay Asian the kid guy. out sprints towards me and i'm looking at her like are you okay it was such like a george mcfly oh my god it's like are you all right really I, I biffed him and uh i look out of the corner of my eye and here comes fucking jason oh taylor around god. the corner gets me underneath the rib like right here and tossed me over one car no and onto way. the hood of a jeep like pop i had like yeah. yellow and orange bruises for like days and as i'm in the air she goes he was helping me and he's like sorry dog and i'm like no worries brother and then just bang <laughs> landed on the car <laughs> fucking destroyed my side but the i would have done nicest mid collision conversation yeah bang but, really uh, yeah and man i would have done that so the opposite just punched and ran i was very drunk i just thought he was like literally like open palm like he's hitting a woman ah that would have been me running away (laughs) yeah i don't know there's something about really yeah and then and then i got into a fight i stuck up for i've only gotten into fights when i like what are you clark kent i yeah i'm kind of like a low risk vigilante yeah like i dive in when like uh like an old guy was getting picked on at a bar and i dove in i have avoided many fights by confronting the person that i have uh i'm a big like pop the pimple Mm. as fast as possible guy like uh, this dude i would go right up and be like what's your story bro like oh get right into it yeah but not like not in like a let's go outside motherfucker like more kind of like a can we chat like yeah i don't whether never fight no like never fight i'm I'm definitely not a i'm definitely not a physical but if you have the choice never no never no never always you got to go, what you do is you go to the friends that are talking to you and be like, hey, I don't know this. Just, you got to soften your voice. Yeah, that's it. Hey, I, I don't know the situation. Like, I think we have a misunderstanding here. Yeah, man, if he wants you know? to talk, and then say, if he wants to talk to me about it, I'm, I'm happy to talk to him. Right, yeah. And, and I think and going to the girl invite, is the worst idea. Totally. And that's what I was going to say in the email. He goes, should I tell the girl that, no, 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 well, no, no, no. tell this kid to chill. Like, don't no, take that out. Don't go no, to the girl. Terrible, you just then, say, yeah. if anyone has an issue with you and you hear about it from another person, even if they're just talking shit. Yeah. Hey, uh, I got nothing against them. If he wants to talk about it, give him my number. And there's nothing worse. Like wh- when we grew up pre-social media, mm. there was nothing worse than like Friday afternoon, like leaving school or whatever with some type of like animosity or thing hanging in the air. And then you have to sit on it all weekend. Mm. And then Sunday night, you're like, fuck, that thing is like still out there. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm the type where it's like, if I tell you that I have a problem with you. There's going to be like in the in the telephone game of it all, whatever I said is going to be mixed up. So I'd much rather be like, do you mind if we chat real quick? And yeah, you know, and you and I kind of have a similar kind of like exterior where yeah. people kind of automatically may think that you're being abrasive. Of course. Um, I get that. I've, I've gotten that my whole life. Yeah, and I'm a very peaceful person. Yeah. I don't like fighting at all, but I feel like sometimes just, uh, just look at them and be like, Hey, like if it, someone comes out to you, you'd be like, "Hey, um, listen, just tell them I'm cool with them, 
And if he wants to talk about it, he can talk about it. Yeah, and they were, but, they were and then, separate. And then look at them and go, but we have to talk while we're naked. Yeah. And now <laughs> this whole thing is just turned on its head. It'd be like, I'll let's, talk to him. Let's double but team your We have your to be ex. naked. Because then he won't fight you. Yeah. At that point, you know he's not going to fight you. Because naked fights, nope. that's yeah. basically sex. Right. Naked fights. So, fighting. yeah. So, yeah, you know, you do every, every argument I have in a sauna. <laughs> or a steam room. That's right. That's right. I, I love fighting. it. Okay. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Need some Jewish wisdom. Okay. Oh boy. Hey, Jew bucket. Whoa. Been a listener of the podcast for a while and tell people all about it all the time. Need some assistance. I think this is a common problem that our society ha- that our society has now that we have so many options due to social media. My girlfriend and I have been dating seven months and she's an amazing woman. We are very similar, enjoy the same things. We have not had a fight till this day. I know it's still early in the relationship, though I feel I'm constantly having to do things to make it fun. I'm losing interest, even though we are perfect for each other. My entire family uh, has already bought her, brought her into the family, though I feel it is stagnant. I have no reason to break up besides that the relationship isn't interesting. Please need some advice, Papa J. Taylor. I got one word, threesome. Ask if yeah. she wants to have a threesome. <laughs> right away, go straight to threesome. That's it, because you know what? Like that's, uh, and I mean that because mm. shoot high, mm-hmm. and then you may uh, you may land on like Sh- butt stuff. Shoot for the stars, you might hit the moon. Yeah, you know, that's the way you shoot do it. for the stars. You might get a finger up your ass during a blowjob. There you go. That's like she's like, say. well, I'd kiss another chick, and then you're like, I'm not bored anymore. Yeah. So I would go. Th- I would throw. Th- and he I didn't think, really. I think his. I think this sounds like <clears throat> I get in these situations a lot, and I think a lot um, younger girls will do this. And it, there's in every relationship, there's the planner and the passenger. Mm-hmm. And I think that and the planner's the one that's like, we got this going on this weekend. We're gonna do this. Uh, we'll go for dinner here. We'll blah blah blah. We'll is always making that plan. And the passenger's the ones like. Whatever you say, I'm cool. Yeah. And I think you have to be cognizant of it and be like, and planners want to be passengers sometimes and passengers want to be planners sometimes. Yeah. And a lot of time those passengers don't think to be the planner at all. Right. When you're the planner, it's all on you. So you have to be the one. There's never a surprise moment for you. You never get the fun of opening up the package. That's me. So I think that's what I'm saying. This guy is saying, every time I'm with my girl, I gotta put shit together and make it make something happen. Cause he even says, I'm constantly having to do to do thing to make it fun. That means this person is kind of starfishing your relationship, just a dead fish. Yeah. Just hanging and just you're pulling them along. What I would say to you is stop planning. <laughs> yeah, stop, just do nothing. Do nothing. Be like, I and do your own thing. And see when she says, Hey, is something changed? Yeah, I just feel like you're apathetic to this relationship. There's nothing worse than apathy. And you know what? If he's already got this kind of like um, um, losing interest, I think that people really need to pay attention to their first emotions. Like not like how many people just like you feel shitty about a relationship and then like two months later you're like doing the well. It's okay then, but now it's not. Once you get that kind of inkling that like you're losing interest – you need to pay attention to that. He's also doing that thing where he's like, "My family loves her." Yeah, your family's gonna like. Yeah, he's the already next looking person. for. Re- yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, like it, yeah. that's not a reason. You're just to happy with you're not gay. Well, right. He's saying we're perfect <laughs> for each other. <laughs> saying we're perfect for each other, except it's not fun at all. That was yeah. a joke too. I'm sorry, yeah. PC America. <laughs> no. I, I do want to. They no, they're not perfect for each other. <laughs> no, you can be. You can 
someone can be a nice person and not be the person you're with. Oh my god, yeah. You know, Dude, like, there have been so many chicks that I've been in love with as a person. But if I spent one more minute with them, I was going to just hold their head underwater. <laughs> like, I mean, everybody has that. And I think I've had that where I'm that person with people because I'm kind of more like, like, I say it to my wife all the time. I'm like, just pick something. Like, I'm sick and tired of picking the thing. Yeah. And then we go to the restaurant and you're like, yeah, there's really nothing. And I want to be like, motherfucker, I, I told like you pick. I don't yeah. always have to be the one. Like, tell me where to go. I did that once. I got in the car and I was just like. I'm just going to drive until you tell me where to go. Yeah. And she's like, I, do you want like, uh, do you want hibachi? Do you want? And I'm like, you're not saying where to go. Yeah. And I just drove. Get me hard here. That's it. That's, That's really it. is like, just, just yeah. get me fucking hard yeah. with a decision, making a decision. When I hear a girl be like, yeah, I want to go here. I'm like, oh my God, what happened to my penis? It's amazing. You know, it's a great it's thing. It's a turn on. Yeah. It is a turn on. So maybe he should, uh, third person a story to her about a friend <laughs> that like man you know like his girl takes so much like initiative and effort and uh, isn't that hot like do you want to kiss her <laughs> i'm just you know what would be great for that you and that woman tongue be great for you to touch her leg <laughs> <laughs> i think you should kiss her butt j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com um Mike, we've had a lot of circumcision emails recently. Oh boy! And the the Bring win, it. the women emailers are sending in, okay, in uh. droves. I got a few circumcision emails from ladies. <laughs> All right, well, let's just do this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Papa JT, feathering your nuts slash strongly. Oh, are you circumcised? Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay. As a woman who is uh, I'm Italian, Catholic, on the oh, so you seventy nine. There we go. You know? On the very heated discussion about circ- uncircumcised penises, as a woman who has talked this over with her lady friends, I'm going to give you the real consensus on uncircumcised penis. They're fucking beautiful. Wow. 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 Most women, or at least what in my girl gang, agree an uncut dude's penis is like an unexpected fun surprise present you kept get to unwrap. It's a diamond in the rough, a fucking unicorn, and no, it's not weird. It's not dirty. In all honesty, it's sort of awesome looking. In fact, some women prefer it. The chick who thinks it's gross or weird just haven't experienced one, and they really start dating English guys and get the fuck over it. Hope that helps, and shout out to all the uncircumcised men out there. No, fuck that. Shout out to all the dudes. Embrace what you got. Ladies really don't care. Just buy us pizza and tell us we're gorgeous and fuck us really well. <laughs> Turtleneck or not. I love Man, it. I am so hard from that email. She just constantly has clothespins and Febreze on her. Just yeah, pin it back. <laughs> are you circumcised? I'm sir. Yeah, Jew. What are you talking about? I don't know, man. People are. Uh, I'm learning a lot. You know, I was in Washington D.C. at the Improv. Yeah, and I walked to the White House, and they had an anti-circumcision rally going on. Oh, really? And I, I learned a lot <laughs> of. Uh, I, I I interviewed people about it, and I was just walking up. There was a group of guys that wore white suits with all like blood painted. On their crotch. <laughs> what a weird cause to be involved oh, with. Oh, dude, like, it was so weird. Yeah, just going to the rally today. What, what's it for? Uh, we got to make sure we got these penises can't get cut anymore. Do, do you know what they're? Do you know what the argument is? It's that there are like tens of thousands of nerve endings that like you lose. We just talked about this on the last. We have this is the circumcised penis train podcast you, yeah. at this point. We just learned the skin, about this. The skin yeah. train. Yeah. So so here's the thing though. What was hilarious. Uh, I asked a girl who uh, was with her family. I think she was probably in college, and she was with her mom, her dad, and her older sister and her brother. 
and I go, you prefer circumcised or uncircumcised? And she's like, well, I've had a lot of both. So and the dad goes Danielle and I go enjoy dinner guys and just walked away. That's he, not. It was. Hilarious. That's not how you react as a dad. So I think that the word Danielle. That's so how you. Were, I didn't do the homework. Yeah, that's not. Goes, <laughs> I've had all the dick. I was like, ah, right, goodbye. Danielle, not at my dinner Danielle. table. So there were women. That we only were talk about, about queefs here. There was amazingly so many people who, uh, so many girls who, only will date uncircumcised. Only will take uncircumcised it's in take. them. They will only they will only a, harbor luggage. They will only harbor a hooded a hooded a hooded boy. Wow. And uh yeah, I you know, I guess what their thought is, which I I find weird is that like you should wait until you're adult enough to have your own choice. <laughs> and I don't I mean like I'm 37, I want some tattoos. I if my if I had a hood, like I don't think one day I'd be like, you know, I have an extra couple grand laying around, like <laughs> I think I'm going to snip and they have uh prosthetic they have reverse like like if you got circumcised yeah. and you want to become re-uncircumcised mm. they have a hood they have like prosthetic hoods now oh so you could like get like a surgery to put it back on put it back on yeah, i don't know if it's like cadaver nah, meat that's, too, uh, that's too much for it's me too late. it's yeah. just like half a chicken cutlet <laughs> what, a they thing, just hollow what a, what a out. thing right. to tell your significant other hey uh <laughs> it's fake what's fake um yeah you know like the uh that 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 covering, that fucking, you know, the you know meat, my the helmet. Yeah, you know that. You know how I'm uncircumcised. It's just boar's head. <laughs> it's just a ham. I, re- I read something going back to your point about like you know people should make their own choice. Like it's not fair to the kid, I yeah. guess, because they didn't get to decide. But then I saw somebody tweet like you shouldn't refer to your kid by a name. You should just call them like baby self or whatever because they haven't decided Dude, what. I ju- that's the, the that's that type. Up. I know, of course, right? Shut. But that's that type of logic, up. you know. I saw somebody on Twitter wrote that they they identify as a woman only because we still have gender. Assignment, <laughs> and it's like, kid, pay a fucking bill, you know, uh, like you know, right. too, yeah, too little to worry about. So then you worry about the little. That's things, what you're you know, worried like, about. That you're you're called a girl. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. Here with Mike Fanoia at Mike Fanoia on all platforms. The album live in Burlington out on iTunes right now. What's up, J Train? Love the pod. Keep killing it. Also, your boy is a high schooler, so cue the music. Emails. Oh, that's cute. So a close friend of mine has been ge- uh, getting laid a lot lately and absolutely killing it. Shout out. However, he's also been kind of a dick lately because he's so confident about his recent success. <laughs> while I'm struggling to get laid, he constantly brags about his hooking up hookups while roasting us for not getting laid. This is really fucking with my confidence, also making me hang with him kind of a bitch. Uh, making hang makes hanging with him kind of a bitch. As I said, he's my boy though, and this is probably just recent confidence getting him to uh, uh, getting to him. How do I not get roasted on it or let it affect me, or is it a big deal and just me being insecure? Keep feathering my Tuesday mornings. Yeah, um, cut your buddy some slack, you fucking idiot. Like he's getting pussed. Like you're in high school. It's so this fu- is amazing. But, but it's amazing. You should be happy for him. He should be held up as your leader. Everything he says goes. When you're the first to fuck, you run the school. Yeah. That's the rules, buddy. Uh, yeah, and you know what else too? I would be like hook me up with one of her friends. Yeah. That'd be the first thing this you do. This is a girl who's fucking, which means This her is friend- why you're not getting any play, Holmes, cuz yeah. you freaking bring him closer. But uh. I would also say this. 
Anytime someone brags about sex, just understand sex is a very uncomfortable situation, especially when you're first having and it. And he's probably awful at it. Yeah, so understand that. So whatever confidence he's gained from this, let him have that confidence and also be like, let's go out with this girl who's also telling her friends that she's having sex. So right. now everyone's, especially in high school, you're all wondering, what's this whole thing all about? Where yeah. can I test this dick I have? You right. know, So you want to be around people who are talking about it to see if maybe we can find some other people who are interested in that as well. But let them be confident. And then just every time he brings it up, just be like, how old were you? Oh, dude, masturbation is still fun. <laughs> Listen, I'll let you know right now. I'm 32. Masturbation is still fun. Oh, masturbation is amazing. How, how old were you? 18, 19, like closer to oh, 19. Right. I was a freshman year of college. How okay. about you? 15. 15. Yeah. What so, was it like? She was 18. And it was- Really? Uh, yeah. This is- <clears throat> um, Super Bowl Sunday. And we were at her house and we were in her room wrestling and- uh, and Wrestling? Uh, wrestling. <laughs> this is a very. We were wrestling. Like, Oops, and, and my I, penis I is inside of you. Huge bone. Yeah, and uh, like a like you know a fucking. You got a boner while wrestling. Year old. Of course, she's my girlfriend. We're like, you know, I'm behind her and like a like giving her like a full Nelson and giving her noogies and she's tickling me. <laughs> Wait a minute. And then we started. What's wrong with this girl? Is she? Is she's she eighteen just like, well, we and she's tickle- at your house wrestling. Oh, we we're at her house. We're doing you know like fun. Playful. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I wasn't giving her a fucking suplex. Like, <laughs> she wasn't like Ultimate Warrior, like arms. And no, we were just play, play wrestling. And it's, you know, uh, we had talked about it. Yeah. And we kind of just kind of gave each other a look and was like, she's like, let's, uh, you know, do it. We did it. And it was awful. I just like the thought of like you guys wrestling, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, that's my move. Her old like, man you walked already in. Fucked her, and you're like, oh, it's just my penis finishing move. Her old man walked in. And we were underneath a blanket and uh, maybe the fear of getting caught or whatever. I came. So, yeah. yeah and and uh, I'll tell she, you one thing. She did not. No condom. <laughs> really? And, yeah. And uh, she was about two and a half to three weeks late on her oh, period. No And way. I was 15 and I was ready to move. This is like when Party of Five was out. Like, remember that show? Yeah. And I was just like watching these like. Pregnancy scare shows. And I was, dude. I was you got me scared. Now I wouldn't look my mom in the eyes. Like I was paranoid as hell. And uh, she came into school and was like, "I got my period." And I was oh like, my Thank God. Christ! <laughs> I came into school. I can't imagine. Like I, listen, I, I got sophomore. my period She's and a, yeah. and I got an A in the book report. <laughs> <laughs> Can I still borrow that shoebox for the diorama? Yeah. Oh. Now that we don't need it as a bassinet. <laughs> so so my point is, kid, just. Embrace your friend's success, but also, you know, just dive in, man. Dive in head first and meet a chick. And uh, it's not all about who gets it done first. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm. You kids think it's so important to get it done first. It's not. Yeah. Be good at it. Just be fun. Practice. Just go. Use and respect and, and women. be cool with them and be like, hey, the smell of sex will reek to the other friends yeah dude like you're like you, you want to be in the you want to be hanging out with the group of girls where one girl's had sex more than the group of girls where no girls have had sex yeah you know every now and then we all have to be the fish that like follows the shark and eats the runoff mm. you know what i mean just be that little fucking you're you're chum you're chum you're chumming it right now <laughs> you're chumming it. enjoy it chum. jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com i done fudged up uh-oh pregnancy <laughs> shalom rabbi freed been listening since Chrissy D and you were talking about playing with your feces. 
Let me say it's only gotten better from there. If you could make this go three to five times a week, that would be much appreciated, Haas. Also, tell Man Sam to stop supporting communism. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and fuck you. We're not doing three to five times a week. I'm as exhausted as it is. Yeah. I went on a date with a girl after meeting her on a work trip with a bunch of other people from our company. Didn't try anything with her on the work trip and actually used your advice of being interested but not thirsty. Worked like a goddamn charge. Got her number. Charm. Got her number. Texted a bit, and she suggested we get drinks after work soon. Meet, met her at a reception after work. Then we migrated to a bar near work and finally ended up at a bar with a live band. She loved it. Did a little bar makeout where she damn near pulled my lip off. She tells me she's a biter. Yeah. <laughs> Fast forward a bit. She, could be, she couldn't hang out the next week as she was tied up with, uh, with after work receptions repping her boss and was out of town in the next two weekends. Sent her a drunk text last Friday, asking her to go out with me Thursday, and she replied with, let me check, and the hug emoji, which seems pretty positive. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> uh, oh, it seems you... like a good one. Um, anyways, I ended up drunk texting her random shit over the weekend because that's what I do when I catch feels. I know, rookie mo- fucking mistake. She hasn't replied to my text since Saturday. Today is Friday. But she does keep sending over random Snapchats. I think where I ultimately put the nail in the coffin is when she talked about binge watching a show over three days and I replied, hashtag priorities. I went from being interested and not thirsty to way fucking thirsty. Is there any way to salvage this J train? What do you think? Sounds like here's the deal. With these things, this is back to the this is the original conversation we were having. One, it, it's too much conversation too soon. Right. You yeah, want to be want, yeah, you want to be wanted. Yep. Not wanting you know like you got to be wanted you got this whole situation the way it reads is like you played it perfectly and then drunk texts oh it's the worst nothing makes me feel better than when i wake up like after like being hammered and i see the last text is one i remember sending yeah dude do you know what i mean like i and i've sent some drunk texts we've all been guilty of it um i get in these situations where people will Snapchat me all night when they're hammered, and then mm. the next morning he's like, "So hungover, sorry." And it's like, I've been with you a couple ra- of times yeah. when, like, at the cellar, when someone will be like sending you, you're like, "This chick just won't let up." It's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. And, and it's like, then the, and then they think the next day, "Sorry," it's like, "No, you wasted hours of my life." So it can get annoying. It's, it's, it's like it's someone nagging you when you know nothing can happen, right? Especially when nothing can happen, and that's when people text the most is when they realize like. We live in an age right now. We don't want to commit to anything. Okay? Yes. Like, and we're all and we're all skidding the line of being unbearably annoying. Yes. And it's uh, you know, we live, we want tapas, small plates. That's right. Uh we <laughs> we want we want um 11 episode seasons and we and right it, now. Right now. Yep. On demand. What do you think about topless tapas? Love it. I think we got a business idea. Patent pending. There we go. <laughs> topless tapas. It's too hard to say. Topless tapas. Yeah. Topless tapas. Topless tapas. Tatas. That's one of those weird ones where the more you say it, the more easy it Ta-tapas. gets to say. Tatapas. 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 Now it sounds like a Greek man. Tatapas. Tatapas. Mr. Tatapas. Mr. Ethanopolis Tatapas. My my landlord, Mr. Tatapas, really needs those rent checks. (laughs) (laughs) So, Mr. Tatapas, a little heavy on the polo sport today, huh, Mr. Tatapas? Mr. Tatapas makes great souvlaki. Patent pending, listeners. I will say this to this person. The kid fucked up. No, but I, because this happens to me all the time where it's like, 
here's what we do. We don't want to commit to anything. So when we're least available, we will send these drunk snaps and texts. And because we know there's no consequence. There's no right. like, hey, just come over now. Right. You don't have to make any decision. You don't have to, because you're like, oh, I'm out of town. So I just saw just drunk text. And then when you get back, you, you ever, it always seems I never hang out with these people. And I do it too. I think for him, when to get back with her, I think you got to lay it out. Hey, sorry for being annoying. You have to like readjust. You have to re-woo. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. hey, sorry if I was annoying. Love to get drinks this Tuesday. That's it. And leave it. Leave it out there. And if she says no... If she says the maybe with the huggy emoji, end it. It's let her over. let. And if she writes that, let me know and uh, let her ask you. I promise. Because at that point, it's out. Yeah. After uh, I'm telling this dude from years and years, like, uh, of 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 doing well and fucking up. Yeah. Uh, less is more. Less is always more. Mm -hmm. you, you cannot out. You can't undo annoyance. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? You get that impression, and it's like, ugh, this chick won't fucking. You know, like this. Well, is, it seems needy. I, 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 yeah. I get, I get in this situation where it's like, and I mean, I'm, I'm as responsible for it as, as they are. Like, there's a piece of me where I'm like, I do just respond, and because I got nothing to do, I'm fucking bored. Mm. You know, so I, you have to either, and if you're one of those people that's like this person's being annoying, you have to not respond. You have to go away and let them cry themselves out like a baby isn't it hilarious that a text is one response away from being either like interested yeah like <laughs> it, it, everything is one thing away from either being like fantastic or awful yeah at all times i mean and if I, you I, if you know what i mean like yeah. if if you send i had i went through a a, a horrific breakup mm. i was engaged my my ex like she had an abortion i didn't want her to like oh it got God. crazy she cheated on me we i split it up and then i hit the bottle like i drank a ton mm. and uh oh man the text that i would send and then i would go back the next day and i just i, I literally was just like what makes you want to get drunk again yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i just want to yeah. move to like an island and yeah. forget like to this day i think about some of the shit and i'm like what an asshole mm. but you get in that weird spiral if you if you if you're the one sending texts that aren't being answered, yeah, you're like and you're wasted, so your time is all off, and you're like that last one was stupid. If I send this, it'll she's make it totally up. gonna be into it, and like it, it, and then you'd be like, oh, just kidding, fucking right, whatever. Yeah. And then it's like it's like trying to untangle your headphones. Oh my and god, you just keep tangling in them a more. tornado. Yeah, and and, and like <laughs> it, it, it uh, yeah, it's really bad, and I think that like. I, I, and you know, I'm just I'm so like entrepreneurial right now. Like yeah. I would like to develop an app that can sense blood alcohol content through your pores, right. mm. and when you're typing, it just shuts the phone off. Mm. So you know, and then that'd be great. But I think with Snapchat too, we like, oh, what did I send last night to this person? It's like, and then also, I mean, I do this. I'm guilty of what people do with the Snapchat. Like this guy got sent snaps, and he's like, "Oh, I'm still on the Snap radar." No, some people just send out these things so they can have some sort of connection with somebody. Yeah, to everybody. They, needs you know, it. we're yeah. all using yeah. each other to get this dopamine block. We're all hooked on the dopamine that comes from receiving something, whether it be a like, snap, DM, text. Yep. I'll, and, I'll go to bed after one more like. You know, yeah. I'll go to bed. And, I'm, yeah. and I'm looking and I'm like, well, I'm just admitting to this so you guys can say that I'm crazy, but you're, you know, we're all this amount of crazy where it's like, 
you know, you put something up, you, you're doing it for you. Yeah. So w- when the girl sends you something over Snapchat, but then won't get back to your text when you're like, let's go out. That's just her getting out of you what she wants out of you. Yeah. And all she wants out of you is you look hot tonight. That's it. A response to her, whatever she put up or sent you. So yeah. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, Mike Fanoia. At Mike Fanoia on all platforms, live in Burlington is the album. We're going to play a track at the end of this. All go buy that, support that album. Thank also, you. while you're on iTunes, laughable, laughable, laughable. That's a new app. I explained it last episode uh, that I'm involved with. And I'm very excited about the opportunity. And I didn't get involved with it because I was just like, let me get involved with something. Yeah. I like what they do. It's Google for podcasts. So if you love Mike from this episode, which I'm sure you do, you can look up Mike Fanoia on the Laughable app and you can find every podcast that you've ever been a guest on. I love it. It's great. I'm, I'm going to do that to me. Down- because I love I, th- I love me. Yeah. So go download the Finally. app. And, and if there's somebody that you like that you've heard on this podcast, maybe you've heard someone here and you're like, hey, I never really got around to look, you know, finding more about this guy. That's very smart. I, I'm, I'm stoked for that. Laughable app. Killer. So go download it. Uh, and listen, I'm involved. That's a J train. Papa JT gets a sign a, of approval. Gets his hand in the honey bucket. <laughs> so why don't you go download that app? Vacation rental room logistics for easiest fuckability. <laughs> this is I love it. I love this kid already. Jared freed my dick. I'll feather your nuts for the rest of your life if you give me a place to sleep and some food. Let me know if you're interested. No. Wow. Anyways, I'm planning a vacation with a few close friends and some girls we hit it off with while on vacation a few months ago. What are these guys? What are these guys? Bankers? Yeah, really. I really connected with one of the chicks, and I plan on having a magical sexual vacation with her. If there are four guys and three girls, what kind of place should we rent? Sounds you got to... That's a math problem that ain't going to work right there. <laughs> Seriously. Four guys and three girls. What kind of a place should we rent so I can take this girl to fuck down without it getting too awkward with the others? Should we rent separate places to keep the P's separated from the V's or let them mix 24 let them mix 24/7 on this trip? Thanks. I don't know where they're going. Yeah, this is such a an ambiguous question. This was a drunk text. Um, I think, uh, like if you go to VRBO vacation rental by owner, okay. they have a lot of really cool, like you could put in Isn't like, that, what's it called? BB, whatever. It's basically Airbnb, Airbnb, but it's like a, it's just a different version and they have like a lot more detail about, you know, I think Airbnb, like you can actually be at the place while the person stays there. Okay. But VRBO is you go rent my house in Vermont or you go rent my house in Cabo yeah. or whatever. My buddy has done it. He absolutely loves it. And he's had situations like this where it was like a couple of couples mm. and uh, he did a house in Aspen and a lot of these cabins, like if they want to go somewhere kind of like, yeah. you know, depending on the season, four or five bedrooms, yeah, like two jacuzzis, move. like there's got to be enough that's shit that like you can have multiple floors. Nooks and crannies. Yeah, like go go like play pool downstairs in the bar and we're going to go in the hot tub. Nooks and crannies, baby. Crannies and nooks. Crannies and nooks. You want and ends, it, ends and seas. You want it to be a nook and cranny festival. Yeah, you yep. want to be Webster. You want to get lost in the laundry chute. Yeah, you want to just Webster. <laughs> you know, let yeah, me and George want, do their thing. You want uh, English muffin time, okay? <laughs> nooks and crannies, crannies and nooks. Yeah, nooks totally. and crannies. You want this is the the move is 
the large cabin, large rental house and with lots of bedrooms. What happens with hotel rooms is the biggest issue with hotel roommates is people want to fucking sleep. Yeah, you don't want to do a hotel. Hotels are not for fucking and for weird. No. It's like, unless you're there with a girl and it's your own room. But in this situation... It's all about getting that, like... Where's this dude from? Do they put locations? No. Because you could get, like, a lake house that's got, like, five bedrooms. Yeah, and it, but what you're saying, like, with the hot tub, and, like, what? they always have shit in, this house, in those houses that you would never have at home. Yeah. Like, they have, like, rec room crap, and then, you know, go to the boiler room, and you can fuck there. I'm saying, when you're in the hotel room, there's always the one girl that's like, I'm going to bed early, and it's like, okay, well, now that room's out. Yeah, and, and, and with now five... I, I, one time I was in New Orleans... I had a fucking, I brought this girl back in New Orleans and we ended up fucking, I remember we came back to the room and was leaving the next morning. So we came back at like four in the morning and everyone was already back and all the beds were full and I'm with this chick. So I went and got a blanket and I set up a like makeshift bed in the bathroom. So now we're like, like Dude. I put down a blanket like we were fucking dogs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like and, and I tried to make it as comfortable as possible and then it was just yeah. like. It was just bizarre. Like what? What I would have done for a laundry room. I brought then, a chick back to a hotel one time with where me and all my buddies were staying, and everyone was passed out, even on the floor, like chairs, whatever. So we went into the the like against the Coke machine. Mm. Like we went and like I, I like literally pushed a Coke machine away from like a snack machine. Yeah. And we went in between the two and I just kind of mounted her up against like the fucking like, what's Coke that? machine and just banged her. Like and a rat like, runs over your foot. That's it. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I pushed a couple Snickers loose. It was great. Mike Fenoya, thank you for coming on. Anytime, dude. I Toads love you. Preach, at Mike Fenoya on Twitter and Instagram. MikeFenoya.com. Also, the album. We're going to play an out, uh, track at the end of this. It's called Live in Burlington. It's locally sourced from the area. Straight from the stream. Organic. 100% organic. Uh, let's do some... Uh, we'll be back with Hypotheticals and News. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. Welcome back, Mike. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, brother. Fantastic. Man, Sam. Hey, dude. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast, every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. Uh, let's get into it. Ready? Hypothetical? Go. What's up, Juice Stick? I'm hoping you, Mansamp, and guests can help my buddies out with a hypothetical we can't seem to agree on. Would you rather be eight foot tall or four foot tall? Thanks for the help. Eight foot tall. Eight foot tall. Eight foot tall? Yeah. As a four footer, I'm gonna say eight foot tall. Eight foot. Think about eight feet. Yeah, just think, think about. It's so much easier to make money as an eight footer just on being an eight footer. Oh, like you, yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's, you know, you're part of the. the I mean, you automatically have you a be in the foot circus. long hammer, right? Yeah. Your balls are just like a sack of onions. Do you think? <laughs> but you can't move. Like those guys walk, and it looks hard. What to was Manute Bowl seven? Seven? Do you remember Manute Bowl? I remember Manute you... Bowl. He's googling it. Manute Bowl was a basketball player. He played for the Bullets, I believe. Yeah, seven, seven, seven foot seven. seven. Now this guy was like, but a, a picture of Manute Bowl. Yeah, but I'm not assuming it's like that. Like I'm assuming it's. Is gonna it me be... at eight feet? Yeah, it's just like. Pro- yeah, look at him. Look at him. Look how big that. Just guy. a well proportioned, yeah, eight foot tall. Person. Does that guy look like he's fucking? Oh, dude! It yeah, Manute Bowl, of course. I mean, I would Heart just play gold. basketball. There's so. I mean, four feet. 
His legs. Well, there I'm are people at, that I'm are looking at one picture tall. where it looks like his legs are about to snap. I know. I'm sure. You know what? I'm sticking with eight feet just because it's different. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm closer to four feet than I am eight feet right now. Yeah. And I'd like to try Me something too. different. Right. Ah. They got to lay off the edibles, though. Those kids. Because that's Hang a fucking... <laughs> what a stone question. They couldn't figure it out. They've been uh, thinking about it for a while. I think I'm going four feet. Really? Yeah. I You die. You don't see a lot of... Like old eight feet people. That's too much. You're reading. You've never seen one eight foot people. Exactly. All right. I don't know. Let's do one more. One more. J Train. Oh, Rabbi J Train. Been a longtime listener. Thank you. Hashtag feathered. Would you rather have a shout out tweet from Tom Brady with photo listening to the podcast? Oh, you already know my answer on this. A one night stand with any celebrity of your choice. However, no one would know. If so, who would the celebrity be? From listener, what do you think? Well, fuck Tom, Tom Brady, Brady. Shout out, fuck Tom Brady. I'm a Dolphins fan, bro. Well, that's tough. You know for you, this, man. That's yeah. a tough oh, hey. life. So my easy answer is absolutely the one night stand. The one night stand. How about Tom? We'll change it for you. <clears throat> Tom Brady shouting out your album. Ooh. In a tweet with a link. With a link, the whole deal. So he, this is how. So for my. For me, it's this podcast. For you, it's your album. For Man Samp, it's his podcast. Yeah. Tom Brady endorses it. Fucking rubber stamps it. I had... You, you want to know something? Let's see how big a Dolphins fan you are now. <laughs> <laughs> if Marino retweets it, Tom's Listen, tweet... That's, that's possible. No, I would It's possible with, it gets uh, to Marino one night stand with more than right now. Yeah, I'd go with the tweet. The tweet. Yeah. Man, it doesn't matter to me it, as long as people like I'd go to the tweet. I can masturbate to any celebrity I want. I'm married I, I'm to I'm fucking all these celebrities woman. in my mind. Yeah, the tweet. I mean, that's tweet. awesome. You know it was nice? It's worth its weight in gold. Of course. It's people think he loves Trump anyway. He'd be like, oh, he loves my Oh, podcast. that's yeah. right. I take yeah. it back. No, you know he what? A, he got a president elected. You know what was <laughs> uh, very sweet? Uh, the guy, Joe and Sal and Q and Murr all yeah. tweeted out. Uh, about my album, and that was really nice. Of that's me. awesome. It was so nice. They didn't have to do that, and that was very nice. And I and got they a lot got. Of I mean, that's basically Tom Brady for some people. The four of them combined, probably. Yeah. Oh God, it's wet. Yeah, they had. Yeah, but it was very sweet of them. Let's do a so. news item. Uh, so you remember the Winklevoss twins? Yeah, they were involved in Facebook. They were in the movie. They were played by one guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they <laughs> played Real by dynamic. one guy in that movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they tried to set up a Bitcoin. Like stock exchange, essentially, but it got rejected. Shit yeah. coin, right? People really hate those guys. Well, that's the th- it seems like everything these two try to do. It's just like, no. Well, the thing about Winklevoss twins, I think the thing that, like, from my understanding from the movie is that they were, like, rich kids who were yeah. just investing in things. They're the example that, like, everyone hates. Money makes money. Yeah. So they're, like, you know, people really want to see them fail because it's like, oh, you're just in the business of being around people who are super successful and rich, so you're always going to be rich. Right. And that bothers people to no ends. Oh, and of course, yeah. Except it Them. just so happens that all these people that it bothers, they follow those people on Instagram and keep them rich. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. you go look at uh, all these famous Instagram people, the one thing, that, that like, the people that make it big on Instagram, you go, like, Fat Jew, um, fuck... Jerry. Fuck Jerry. Right. Um... They're all very uh, came from very wealthy families. Sure. So like they were just around these other people that could promote them and get them off. Yeah. And then you know now they and they also had the time 
all day. They didn't have to go to a day job, so they were like had the time to make this their business. Well, so. right. Well, I mean, how many times in your everyday life does somebody go, you know, it'd be a great idea? But they're yeah. around people. They're like, I'll give you a hundred thousand. Yeah, go do it. Maybe the Dinkel, like a, yeah, yeah. the Dinkelhoffens. Maybe they would, uh, they would back topless tapas. Yeah, maybe. Tatapas. Well, they're fucked with the. Do want to do that, Mr. Tatapas? Mr. Tatapas. I well, th- this is what bothers me about Ashton Kutcher. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's like, the new thing on Ashton Kutcher is always oh, a genius investor. No, he has a lot of money and he sat around people. I'm sure it takes some talent, but like, if I had just a million where I put a hundred thousand in a bunch of different companies. One of them's going to be, yeah. and, I, and I'm in Silicon That's Valley. That's exactly what I was totally. going to say. Uh, one of them's no gonna be one's Uber. talking about the shit that he threw at the wall. Yeah. You know, they're only talking like, about I, the but gold. I'm saying like, you know, there's this like, and now it's like, the, it's in vogue to be like, well, Ashton Kutcher, he's like a big investor. Yeah, yeah I do get it. He is. But yeah. How he also many people had, came to him? Being, millions of people were like, I have this idea. And then he's come, just like, okay, yeah. we'll try that yeah. one. People come to the well. Yeah. And they give a penny to try and get some water out of there. That's it. And that's what it is. Right. But I don't like the dinkle, thank, the dinkle yeah, the, hammers. Yeah. Mr. Tatapas will take care of him. <laughs> yes. uh, thank you for bringing the news. Sure, man. At Man Sam, Mandatory Samson Podcast. Mike Fanoia, such a pleasure to have you on again. I love you, pal. Anytime. At Mike Fanoia on Twitter and Instagram. In, live in Burlington is the album. It's going to play in track right after this. Actually, I did want to do one thing before we go because I got one more thing. And we haven't heard. From our podcast poet in quite a while. Oh my God. And he sent in a poem. Ooh. And I gotta say, we gotta read it. Yeah, the J Train Laureate. Let's go into the weekend. It's Friday. We'll take you into the weekend with our J Train podcast poet. He sends in jewels all the time. Um, can we put some music behind yeah, it? Yeah, there'll be music. There's music right now. <clears throat> And they're very, let me just say, have you ever heard, have you been on an episode where we read one of his no, poems? No, I haven't. Dying the to hear it. The poems are very, very uh, knowledgeable about this podcast and very in-depth. And <laughs> I can't wait. I've And I may have mentioned that they're a little bit long. Uh-oh. <laughs> but that's kind of the sweetness of them. So let's get into it. I'm here at the airport listening to your cast. As I ponder a question that you posed in the past, why does libido increase at the airport? I have talked about how horny I get at airports. Well, I have some answers. They're fun like a rare sport. (laughs) Okay. First or foremost, you're not at work. So you're blissfully chill on your face is a smirk. You're not wearing a suit. You're not on duty. So what does your mind ponder? Uh, All the nearby booty. (laughs) (laughs) The crowd is diverse. Ladies from across the nation. If you're lucky, they're dark-skinned or exotic and Asian. (laughs) Dr. fucking Seuss. They're not only diverse, but they're also wearing the kind of clothes that lead you to staring. Yoga pants, spandex, Uggs, and a tight jacket. Maybe even a tennis skirt, and you don't even see the racket. Chicks want to be comfy when they travel by plane. They don't need heels or denim, garments that cause pain. (laughs) This guy gets me every time. (laughs) So they're like big fluffy pillows that you're like to bone. You You concoct bizarre situations that would leave you too alone. 
See what I mean? Male psyches are devious. In serious environments, they make us mischievous. That was a good one. That was wow. Real high that level. was real talent. Yeah. Four syllable words at the end of. Sorry. See sentences. what I mean? Male psyches are devious. In serious environments, they make us mischievous. That's a, like. That's like. That's next level shit. Right there. <laughs> I might have to copy and paste that somewhere. Um. But as you enter the plane, you wonder well, who you'll sit by. Hopefully not a kid or a coughing sick guy. Then he fell off the mountain on that one. At least once in your life, you'll sit next to a dime. It won't happen often, but it feels sublime. You wonder if she would follow you up the aisle, chub. Meet you in the bathroom and join the male high club. Of course she won't. Your fantasy is a dud. There's not a man in existence who's that much of a stud. But it's such a fun thought for a delicious reason. You'll never see her again. That's hot any season. So in conclusion, airports are funny because chicks are ob oblivious that dudes are half chubby. I love getting blazed, listening to this cast, and exploring your ideas while I travel. The time flies by. Keep it up. Ah, that's adorable. Way to go, pal. What a laureate. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, that was amazing. I'm there were highs tweet. and lows. There were peaks and valleys. And, I mean, we went that. all over the place. Yeah, there really um, was. So, hey, I'm Jared Free, J Train Fifty Six on all platforms. Uh, take a listen to Mike's album. You're gonna hear it right now, and uh, we'll be back next episode. Boom. I love the beer here. I love all this amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's good. You guys sucking down some super double triple hoppy mega douches doshes IPAs with some super triple hops and extra ganja fucking what a weird hangover huh man I feel like I, I feel like I got fucking attacked by a bag of leaves in the morning that shit will kill you I gotta take a Claritin before I drink beers now I wake up in the morning after drinking like six fucking heady toppers and I, I feel like somebody blew a handful of pet dander right into my mouth. I'm like, did I make love to a lawnmower last night? Ah, like, oh, but it's citra hop, bro, with fucking ale and sunshine and whatever. Whatever. Nine dollars of fucking beer. Just give it to me. <laughs> Crazy, right? I'm trying to ease up on the alcohol. I like it a lot. I'm a big boozer. But I gotta, every now and then you just gotta reel it in, you know, just to make sure you got it under wraps. I love booze a lot. To me, booze is like a nice, cozy, warm tub. And life is just a cold, icy, shitty day, you know? Like, when you're in the tub, you don't feel it. Right? Just watch the wind blow out the window. and uh... But the problem is that sometimes when I'm in the tub, I say mean shit to women and hit things with my car, so I gotta stay out of the tub for society, you know? I'm just sick of waking up and, like, not knowing where I am and who I have to apologize to, and... I don't know if you guys have done this, but I get very dedicated to my evenings, you know? I woke up next to a girl one time, no idea who she was or how I met her, and I looked up at her ceiling and she just had wires hanging out of her ceiling. And I look over to her and I'm like, what happened to your ceiling fan? And she gives me this look and she's like, you don't remember what happened last night? 
But that sentence never ends well. Like, that's not a nice... It's never like, oh, you came over hammer, you'd folded all my laundry and wrote a poem. It was amazing. You're so romantic. Normally it's like, dude, you pissed in my fish tank. Uh, that was a new beta. We didn't even name her. She goes, you woke up in the middle of the night and you said it was hot, so you stood on the bed and tried to start the ceiling fan. And when it wouldn't start, you got mad and ripped it off the ceiling and threw it. And I look over and there's like a pile of Hampton Bay parts and chains. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And you want to know the cutest part? She goes, it's all right, maybe after breakfast you could fix the fan. And I was like, oh, you're new at this. Aww. How adorable. This normally doesn't come with breakfast. Uh, I haven't even fixed my girlfriend's fan. You might want to call an uncle or... Angie's list. That's why I gotta stay out of the tub. I don't know how to fix a fan. <laughs> Drunk driving's terrible. I don't recommend it. But we've all kind of, we've all done it. Right? And if the right song comes on, it's pretty fucking awesome, right? Can we all agree? You get the right jam, you're getting home safe. <laughs> you got a favorite drunk driving song? Huh? A lot of good ones, right? You'll love this then. I was, uh, I'm at a bar getting smashed watching football, and I'm parked in the parking garage right next door. And after the game ends, I wobble up to my car. I'm hammered. Shouldn't have been driving, but I get in. Turn it on and Van Halen's Hot for Teacher comes on. <laughs> Probably one of the greatest songs of all time. If you don't know it, it's got this dynamite drum solo in the beginning. And not to brag, I'm pretty fucking great at air drums. <laughs> I crush. And in my drunken haze, the dashboard of my Saturn just turned into this beautiful kit. Just glistening cymbals and I just start with the double bass pedal. Like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm hitting rolls and fills. And I lit a cigarette and I'm pointing to the crowd. I'm looking at my guitar player like, fucking rock. I'm just killing this shit. I put my car into first and directly into a brick wall. Just smash. Nailed a wall. I'm like, fuck. And I shake it off, finish the solo. I had to finish the solo. Hi hat back right into the spot that I was in and I look around and I'm like, fuck, nobody saw this. I'm gonna get away with it. I'm gonna get away with it. And I put a piece of gum in my mouth. I looked in the mirror, straightened myself up. I got out of the car, bumper hanging off, antifreeze just pouring everywhere. I walked down the runway to the guy working in the little box and I'm like, uh, do you guys have cameras in here? And he goes, no. And I'm like, well, you're in trouble because some motherfucker destroyed my car, dude. You get your boss on the phone now. I'm gonna own this shit. You're working for me now. Dude looks at me and he goes, I just watched you run directly into that brick wall, dude. It's like, it's like all right, you got me. Did you happen to catch that solo? I kind of nailed it. That was, that was half for teacher. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. 
and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom!